Predictions are dangerous. We absolutely need more inventory. The Fed doesn't actually have a lot of tools to regulate inflation. That cash has dried up. Wow, is my first thought, Bruce. If both parties don't win, it doesn't happen. The Real Look. Trending News. Hey guys, it's Chase Williams, and today is January 18th, 2023. Mr. Bruce Hardy is off adventuring in the Amazon, so I'm running solo today. Let's dive into the news you need to know. For the first story today, I want to talk a little bit about iBuying, specifically Opendoor, who some would say is the king of the iBuyers. Well, Opendoor faces a fight for survival after an abrupt strategy pivot sent it into 2023 without a proven business model. And here's the reality of the challenge. That headline was kind of reported by Inman News. Open Door lost a billion dollars in three months ending in September. So in one quarter, and we've reported on this, they lost a billion dollars. They've laid off staff. They've shut down some of their ancillary services. And of course, being the quote unquote king of iBuyer, we've seen other iBuyers get completely out of the business. Zillow would be an example right? Redfin now would be another example. And here is Opendoor going into a very, very challenging market given their business model, right? The idea is they're buying these directly from sellers and then they're reselling them for a profit. Here's the challenge with that. When your inventory or a lot of it is worth less than what you paid for it, that is a big and unique challenge <laughs> to their business model. And of course, a lot of the reason for that are the headwinds we're experiencing in the real estate market and what that's causing to happen to real estate prices. They're in for a pretty tough run as we move into 2023, and they're really going to have to reinvent their business in order to survive. That could look very, very different for them than just focusing on iBuyer. But when you've lost a billion dollars, other competitors have gotten out of the industry and prices in a lot of markets are on the decline, you've got a real challenge on your hand. And that kind of illustrates the overall challenge of what we might call disruptors, right? And not that iBuying is necessarily a brand new concept, but it came on the forefront as an exciting or sexy, if you will, play in the real estate industry over the last number of years. And partly because our market was really up and to the right or growing. And frankly, some of the appreciation that was happening in most markets across the country was exceptional and unprecedented, if you will, in a lot of ways. So in that type of environment, if you're looking to disrupt the industry by buying inventory direct at a discount and then reselling it on the open market, which is what was happening in that environment, it looks like a really solid business model. In an environment where prices are declining at varying rates depending on the market and how much they're going to decline or if they'll decline is really an unknown and there's a lot of projections around that moving forward, it becomes a much, much tougher business model. Not to mention what I said before, they already own a lot of inventory that they're sitting on that's worth less than they paid. So it'll be interesting to see if they're able to pivot going into 2023 and beyond around either their model or how they tighten up the numbers around the current model. Because iBuying is going to be a lot more difficult in a declining market, which is what we're starting to experience. So we're going to continue to watch what's happening with Opendoor, what's happening with iBuyers in general. But it's a good reminder to any of us who consider ourselves disruptors. In order to disrupt something, it's sometimes a hard road to get there and become profitable. In our second story for today, I want to talk about the rental market, which isn't something that we often talk about 
but is certainly a factor in what we deal with in the real estate industry. The title of the story from Housing Wire is Single Family Rental Markets Slammed by Headwinds. What we're starting to see is the impact of an overall slowdown in both the real estate market and certainly the economy, right? A lot of folks are predicting some sort of recession here in the first part of 2023, and that's starting to move into what's also been a very robust rental market for the last number of years. Rents and occupancy rates are starting to decline. Matter of fact, rents overall declined 0.8% in December, which was the fourth month in a row that overall rents had declined. And of course, this is going to impact both those what we would call mom and pop investors, which typically own 10 or fewer properties, as well as some of those corporate investors that own sometimes hundreds or thousands of properties across the country. One of the reasons is that there's actually more multi-unit, right? So we're talking about single family and the headwinds in both rents and occupancy rates. But there's more multifamily competing for some of the same tenants under construction than there's ever been since 1970, right? And this is according to a recent report by Rental Marketplace Apartment List. But there's more multifamily units under construction than at any point since 1970. And of course, a lot of that is in response to the robust rental market that we've been in with rents raising you know, pretty dramatically and quickly. There being a shortage of housing in general. A lot of builders, developers, and others rushed in to build multifamily in order to fill the gap. That abundance of units that are currently under construction, and of course, over time, those are finally available to be occupied and hitting the rental market. Apartment list alone has 6 million rental units listed on its platform. We'll start to create some pressure around both occupancy rates and rents. So we're going to continue to watch this story as well. Of course, here in the real estate industry, a percentage of our consumers are investors, both currently and desire to be investors. So what's happening with rents and vacancy rates certainly is something that will be important to them and therefore important to us as professionals to keep our eye on. So we'll continue to watch that story for you as well. The third and final story I want to share today is one that may not surprise you. It certainly doesn't surprise me. And that is that the number of realtors that are members of the National Association of Realtors hits a new record high for the fourth straight year. We've talked a little bit about this when the market is really, really strong and there's a lot of units being sold, a lot of commission dollars flowing through the real estate industry, which have been for you know the better part of a decade, then it becomes a very exciting and attractive place to start a new career. These numbers kind of prove that for the fourth straight year, the membership of NAR has hit a record high and it did the same in 2022. We talk a little bit about the law of equilibrium, which is what we call it. And it basically says that the number of realtors getting into or out of the industry will be in direct correlation to the number of commission dollars that are available. And over the last number of years, we've seen an incredible amount of commission dollars being available based on the number of sales and based on the appreciation of the value of homes. And the lagging indicator is people getting into the business, right? There's more dollars available, so they flood into the industry. Of course, it also goes the other way when there's fewer commission dollars, which happened in 2022 compared to 2023. And we're expecting there'll be less commission dollars available in 2023 as compared to 2022, the number of realtors will again lag that change in the industry. 
couple of things of note here. The largest number of realtors to join in a single year ever was in 2021. And that number was just over 100,000 realtors, 100,876 in 2021. The number of realtors that joined in 2022 was actually down pretty substantially. Only 21,434 joined in 2022. Now, certainly that puts it to a new record, but when compared to 100,000 from the year before, you're starting to notice the law of equilibrium take place. There's still realtors getting into the business and the number is still going up, but it's starting to slow and, of course, lagging what's been happening in our industry. NAR is actually projecting the number of realtors to decrease in 2023, again, following this law of equilibrium, by about 7%. They're projecting it to be down to 1.47 million realtors when it's just under 1.6 million at the end of 2022. So again, we're going to continue to watch that. And the importance of that above all else is depending on what's happening with the number of units available and commission dollars available. And most projections are saying that they'll be significantly less than 2022, 2021, et cetera. There's a chance that we could have the fewest number of units available with the highest number of realtors in the business for a period of time until that law of equilibrium starts to catch up. What does that mean for us as real estate professionals? It just means that there's more competition out there for fewer homes to be sold, therefore requiring us to focus on the activities we can control, focus on getting intentional and purposeful about finding the buyers and sellers that are transacting and therefore doing as much business as we would like in our local market, regardless of what's happening around us. And we talk often about that on this podcast not giving too much energy or focus to those things that we can't control, although we're aware, that's why we communicate the news, and then using that news and that information to focus us back on the things that we can't control. So definitely a lot happening in the real estate industry, and we encourage you to continue to listen and pay attention so that you become the local expert of choice for those consumers in your market. And that's the news you need to know this week. Make sure to listen to our next Northern Lights episode airing this Friday, where we interview top real estate agents in the Northwest. Thanks for listening to today's trending news update on The Real Look. This podcast is produced by Marissa Frost. Visit kwnwr.com to access the show notes from today's episode. Head over to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts to subscribe to The Real Look. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with a breakdown of all things real estate.